Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st century living. Christopher Vassi Indy is back with us, and he's a wonderful naturopath out of uh, Switzerland near Montreux. And uh, the book that he's talking about today, very important, folks, is Restoring Your Intestinal Flora, The Key to Digestive Wellness, Strengthen the Immune System, Reduce Inflammation, and Rebuild Gut Health. And with COVID going on and all of these other things going on, this is information you need right now and need to follow. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about it. And then I want you to go out and get this book because it's going to help you with your health. If you don't have intestinal health, guess what? You don't have health. And I think that Christopher would agree with me on that, but we can ask him in a couple of minutes. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back. But you know, I always ask that question. Are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, and that's moniquechapman.com. And I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, Christopher Vassi, he's back with us. He's been on several times uh, previously. You can check the archives where the dates each show is well worth listening to because it's going to help you improve your health. He is a naturopath specializing in detoxification and rejuvenation. He's the author of several books, including the Acid Alkaline Diet for Optimal Health, Natural Remedies for Inflammation, Liver Detox, Natural Antibiotics and Antivirals, and Good Sugar, Bad Sugar. And you can check him out on his website, which is ChristopherVassi.ch. So C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-V-A-S-E-Y.ch. Welcome back, Christopher. Yeah, hello, Monique. Hi, it's great to have you back again. I absolutely love the book, uh, Restoring Your Intestinal Flora. As I shared with you before we uh, started this recording, that is, it gave me the knowledge so I could talk to my doctor more effectively. And the doctor understood exactly where I was coming from. Plus the doctor knew I knew a little bit, so they couldn't BS me. And that's bullshit on that one. Uh, What brought you to write this book on intestinal flora? Well, it's a a subject which is uh, first very interesting and very helpful to know about. 
Many people nowadays are eating very badly, taking too many antibiotics, and the intestinal flora is very weak. And when the intestinal flora is weak, uh, many problems, uh, health problems arise. And um, as a natural naturopath uh, practitioner, I, I saw many people with the, those kind of problems. And I thought, well, I can explain it in a book, try and keep it uh, simple, but uh, complete and well informative so that people can help themselves uh, help help themselves mm -hmm. <laughs> the book helps them to help themselves to take care of their uh, intestinal flora and through this uh, to their general health okay so explain to us exactly what is intestinal flora the intestinal flora is a population of microbes that is uh, all sorts of uh, bacteria, fungi, viruses, yeasts, and so forth, which lives in the intestinal uh, tube. And there are numerous uh, bacteria and other microbes in it. It is estimated there is uh, 100 trillion of those microbes. Wow. So that's really a huge number. And they are divided in 400 different species of microbes. And each species can be divided in subgroups, up to 200 subgroups. So there's a gross, great variety of uh, microbes in our intestinal uh, tract. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, the volume of all those microbes is equal to one or two quarts. And the weight can be two, three, four pounds, just to show how many of them there are. Each of them is very small, but each contributes, works hard and contributes to our health. Some people say even that if we didn't have any intestinal flora, we would die in a few days because they help in so many different ways. We wow. are very dependent on them. In okay. fact, it's what is called a symbiotic relationship. That is, it's um, profitable for both. They are happy to be uh, in our intestines because they find they have a, a place to live which is warm and full of food to nourish themselves, and we are happy to be to have them because they help us to digest, to destroy poisons, and synthesize vi vitamins and so forth. Mm, okay, so let's start with um, a description of the colon period so that people can understand. I guess the beginnings and endings, I guess, of digestion within the cola. If we could talk about the um, traverse and descending colon, ascending, all yeah. of that. Okay. Yeah. The, the intestinal flora is uh, all through the digest digestive tube, but in the mouth, there are not so many. In the stomach, very, very few, because stomach is very acidic. And this acidity would kills all the germs, the microbes. Uh -huh. But uh, they start to be more uh, in the in, uh, small intestine. And the lower you go in the in small intestine, the more they are. In the second half, they are really, the most of them are there. And the small intestine is followed by the colon, which is divided in three parts. The ascending colon, where there are many uh, uh, microbes still of the fermentative uh, microbes and then when we you, you reach the uh, transverse colon and go down the um, how does it call the 
the, the colon the, which goes down the descendant, the descendant colon mm -hmm. yeah um there it's they are much uh, there are no no more fermentative uh, microbes but putrefaction microbes it's another kind of microbes which is in the part of the intestinal flora but usually one talks about the fermentative uh, flora which okay. is in the second half of the intest uh, small intestine in the ascending colon and halfway through the uh, transverse colon so that those uh, that's the, the way they are uh, situated okay so what is the ileum you always talk about uh, you hear doctors talk about ileum and ileus and i'm like well what is that well the small intestine is divided in two parts and one of them is the ileum but mm -hmm. it's very it's just to say uh, to locate the part of the intestine it's not really related to any function or something like that no Okay. All right. Well, you, you, you talked about two words that I want to uh, delve deeper into. And one is the flora of fermentation and the other one of putrefaction. So talk to yeah. us about those two. Yeah. The, in fact, those two populations are said to be in balance, even that, although that's 85% of the uh, intestinal flora is made of fermentation bacteria and only 15 uh, of putrefaction bacteria. But mm -hmm. even so, we we said that it's in, in balance. And now the difference between the two kinds is that the fermentation um, bacteria, they attack and digest the fibers, the colon hydrates. I mean, the fibers from fruits, vegetables, and so forth. Uh -huh. And it it uh, decomposes those fibers and uh, frees the nutrients which are uh, held by those fibers. Now, so that's the kind of foods, fruit, vegetables, cereals, and so forth. Uh -huh. Now, the putrefaction uh, flora takes care of the digestion of proteins. Uh, when when I say take care of the what has not been digested higher up uh -huh. is finally uh, digested by this uh, putrefaction flora, such as uh, proteins and fats and white sugar, this kind of thing. So there are two kinds of, uh, of uh, population in the, uh, in the gut. Okay, so you have the two different types of population, but what if you're following one of these new fat diets, or you're just decided you're not going to eat vegetables, or you're not going to eat meats? How talk to us about how that can put you in balance, or maybe even balance you? Well, when the fermentation bacteria absolutely needs soft fibers to eat, because that's what they eat, it's their food, they're totally dependent on that. And if they receive a lot of this kind of food, because we eat uh, enough uh, fruits, vegetables, and so forth, mm -hmm. they have enough to eat, they are strong, they can multiply a lot, and the population is strong and uh, numerous, and that's good. Now, if someone doesn't eat uh, fruits, vegetables, or only one fruit every other day, and vegetables only cooked, but not too many because uh, of many different reasons, and never eats uh, whole grains of cereals, 
so that I mean only white rice, white pasta, and so forth. Uh -huh. He is lacking in fibers, and the intestinal flora of fermentation is lacking in fibers. And therefore, they cannot nourish themselves so well. They're not so strong. They cannot multiply themselves. And therefore, this flora will be very weak. Uh -huh. And when this flora is weak, the territory it is living in will be slowly invaded by the putrefaction bacteria because they don't have any resistance facing them. They can expand, multiply. And that's where a lot of problems come because the putrefaction uh, uh, flora must stay reduced. It must be only 15%. When there are too many of them, they produce a lot of putrefaction and a lot of they produce a lot of uh, poisons which can okay. be harmful, harmful in different ways. Now, the first uh, thing that uh, arrives when uh, there's a lack of um, fermentation flora is that the person cannot digest correctly. When we chew our foods, it breaks the food in small pieces. And then the okay. digestive juices attack those small pieces and reduce them to smaller pieces still. And this is a the way the nutrients, that is the vitamins, minerals, and so forth, are liberated from the food stuff and can be uh, absorbed by us. Uh -huh. But even at that point, when they have all acted, all those juices have acted correctly, there are still some fibers, which are called soft fibers, which cannot be digested by us, but which can be digested by this bacteria because of fermentation, because that's the foods they need. So they will eat, decompose those fibers for themselves to, to be able to nourish themselves with them. But they, they also li liberate a lot of nutrients that we can absorb. So when the fermentation flora is weak, we don't digest well. We, have, okay. uh, we feel unwell. We have pains, nausea, gas, bloatings, and so forth because uh, the food is not uh, digested correctly. And this can lead to problems like diarrhea for some okay. people and others constipation, depends on the kind of person. And uh -huh. um, so that's one of the big main things which can appear digestive uh, problems. Not one when you uh, eat a big meal and you don't, don't digest it, that's not the, the kind of thing. People who have digestive problem, uh, day after day, week after week, they uh -huh. always have problems. They have a weak intestinal flora and they should do something about it. Okay. There are many other illnesses which can arise from this imbalance. Uh, such as? Such as um, autoimmune diseases. Uh -huh. That's when the immune system of the body attacks the body instead of external uh, attackers or microbes or things. And this comes because when the uh, fermentation flora is weak, then as I said, the putrefaction flora will increase in number and they produce a lot of uh, toxics. And some of them will modify the composition of the proteins uh, of the body, of certain tissues, certain cells. Uh -huh. and Therefore, the immune system cannot, um, uh, can, cannot well, well, will see that it's not part of the body because the composition of the 
protein is not correct, and it will attack those cells which belong to an organ, such as, for example, the uh, intestinal tract, for example, or the skin, and, and would give those autoimmune uh, illnesses. Mm. That's uh, an explanation about those uh, autoimmune diseases, which are more, more and more common. And one reason is because the intestinal flora of many people is not strong but weak mm -hmm. because they don't eat correctly they don't give the foods to the intestinal flora that those fermentation bacteria need okay well in the book you even talk about how having your um too much of what putrefaction and not enough fermentation can even lead to mental disorders yes and the reason is that those poison that the bacteria of putrefaction uh, produce are usually in a small number because uh, they're not in a bit, there's not a big population of them. But as soon as the population of putrefaction bacteria increase, then they produce a lot of those toxins. And some, some of course, they go all around, carried by this, the blood, they go around the, the, the body, and they can also attack the uh, nervous system and the brain. So the people are constantly under the pressure of toxics, poisons from the guts, which come every day. And this weakens the nervous system. And these people can have... Um, become very depressed or uh, aggressive or um, have mo always been moody, I mean, uh -huh. really, um, uh, tired or anxious or uh, pessimistic and, well, never happy because their, their brain and nervous system is always fighting against all those toxics. And the solution for those people, because other nervous problems come from other causes, huh? Uh -huh. for those with this cause, the solution is to uh, make their intestinal flora strong again. Okay. All right. And folks, he explains how to do that in the book, Restoring Your Intestinal Flora, the key to digestive wellness, strengthen the immune system, reduce inflammation, and rebuild your gut health. Of course, that is by uh, our speaker today, and that's Christopher Vassi. Check him out at ChristopherVassi.ch. Um, I have found Christopher to be very open and honest to, to helping. And, you know, if you want to connect with him, please do um, via his website. So Christopher, explain to us, um, let's start with intestinal mucus. You hear a lot about that. And I'm like, well, is that a bad thing or is it a good thing to have? Uh, I didn't understand the, uh, what it you were Okay, intest intestinal mucus. Explain intestinal yeah. mucus to us. Well, um, the walls of the intestines are sensitive, mm -hmm. and to protect themselves, they produce a mucus, which is um, yeah a protection. So that all those microbes from the intestine flora cannot harm the the walls of the intestine, but also some foods or toxic in the food. Uh, cannot uh, reach the walls of the intestine and uh, attack them. So it's a protection, but it's also useful for another thing because it's a, a, this mucus is very, um, let's say, slippery, uh -huh. <laughs> and, uh, which means that the, the stools 
can move much more easily down the intestines to be eliminated. Oh. The problem of people who have constipation is that they, their stools are too dry and hard. Uh-huh. And they, they lack water, but uh, generally also the intestine walls don't produce enough mucus to, to make the, the, the walls uh, slippery. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the intestinal flora is also something which stimulates the peristaltic mu- movement of the intestine, those contraction of the walls of the intestine, which pushes the the stool forwards towards the exit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, intestinal flora is really important for so many things. And it's so easy, in fact, to, 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 to have a, a good intestinal flora. It just takes eating the right food. Well, why don't you cover some of those right um, foods? Now, in his book, folks, he gives you a test that you can take to see if you have issues and where you're at on the scale of eating the right foods. So tell us about some of the right foods that we can eat to improve our intestinal health. Well, there are two kinds of foods. There are some which are foods which uh, we eat uh, normally, which, which uh, the bacteria will feed on. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they will be strong and they can multiply. But there are other foods which are um, rich in bacteria, which can add themselves to the intestinal flora. So there are two, two kinds of food. So the first food, kind of food are called the prebiotic, that is food to nourish the bacteria. And the second kind of food which brings bacteria which can live in the intestine are called probiotics. Uh-huh. So first the prebiotic, those foods which nourish the, um, the intestinal flora of fermentation, of course. Um, these foods are rich in soft uh, fibers and not the hard fibers like the husk of cereals, which are hard, which are made of hundred more than 100,000 um, uh, glucose, uh, uh, piece of glucose stuck together. Uh-huh. It's only the soft fibers which have 20 units of uh, glucose or so. They're easy to digest by the bacteria, not by us. Huh? And among those foods are the fruits, which can be eaten fresh, or it can be also dried foods, or smoothies, or uh, fruit salads. There are all sorts of different kinds to eat fruits, and one should eat fruits every day. And at several meals, a good time to eat them is between meals, so that it doesn't interfere with the digestion of the the other kind of foods. Now, all the vegetables, that is green salads, uh, all the vegetables like carrots, beetroot, and so forth, all Uh are very rich in fibers, which you can eat them in, in form of soup or cooked vegetable, or juices, uh, I mean, a bit thick and yeah, not just uh, very... The watery. Watery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, all the, the cereal grains, but whole cereal grains, mm-hmm. because uh, they have also those fibers. And in the legumes, lentils, red beans, and so forth, also rich in those kind of uh, fibers. So it only takes the person to eat those uh, foods. And that is at midday and supper, the vegetable usually, mm-hmm. and fruits in between. 
Well, some people will say, yeah, well, I eat uh, a piece of tomato, tomato or a piece of salad uh, at each meal. But mm-hmm. it can be much far too little. The quantity oh, can be there. Okay. One should have a generous uh, quantity of uh, the, those vegetables. Mm-hmm. But now, as I'm saying that, I just think of one thing. If someone is not used to eat all those uh, green salad or raw carrots, beetroots, and so forth, it's not a good idea to jump from one day to the other and eat uh, two kilos of them. <laughs> because that will be very irritating for the intestine walls. Uh-huh. And there will be an inflammation and they'll be in trouble. They have to reintroduce uh, progressively these, this kind of food and uh, increase the amount uh, each week a bit more or every few days a bit more. And... As, as long as they feel well with all those new foods, uh, which are raw and part of them, then they can go on and increase. But as soon as they, they can feel it's getting too much, they're starting to bloat or it's, they have pains, then it, they're going too fast. They should go a bit back and be more cautious. Okay, so is it possible to eat too much raw food? Yes, it is possible, but the only... Uh, problem is one I've just mentioned, too, min- too much raw food will irritate, aggress, attack the intestine walls and uh, make them very, um, yeah, bruise them, hurt uh-huh. them, and there's an inflammation and then probably it's, yeah, well, they won't digest anymore very well, they have diarrhea or constipation depending, and um, they're, they're stuck with the problem for a few days, they have to stop eating this kind of food. Mm-hmm. That's why I say go slowly, progressively. Okay. Now, I, I spoke to someone recently who um, they have several um, autoimmune diseases going on, and they say every time they go to defecate, it just comes out pure um, like water, as if they're peeing poo. Yeah. Is that because there's too much putrefaction? The problem is when they... Uh, they, they have they have an autoimmune problem with the intestines huh? uh-huh. because it can be the skin or the lungs or something. But intestine, when the intestine walls, which are very sensitive, are aggressed, attacked by uh, poison or raw food, big uh, um, big um, pieces of foods, they, it hurts them, and to to, to get rid of this. Uh, enemy, they will secrete a lot of water to uh-huh. dilute dilute the enemy and to wash it away. Like in a diarrhea, it goes the the stool goes very fast out of the body because it's water. It's very uh-huh. watery, uh-huh. and it defends from the the body to put a lot of water in the intestine to help the elimination. And that's why for those people, that's why uh, the intestine doesn't want to keep all those foods which are aggressive to their walls and they will um, secrete a lot of water to get rid of them uh, very quickly. Oh, okay. Well, talk to us a moment about um, alcohol and antibiotics and dehydration because a lot of people I don't think realize the effect especially of dehydration first of all they don't realize they're dehydrated and how dehydration really uh, affects the intestines and our health yeah well the intestinal flora is made of bacteria microbes 
which need a certain environment, a healthy environment to live uh, a healthy life. And enough water is part of it. It must have a certain degree of humidity and people who lack uh, water, I mean, who don't drink enough water, will uh, have a dry intestine uh, environment. Well, not uh -huh. completely dry, of course, but uh, drier than it should. And the intestine flora is not happy with that. And it's also not happy with alcohol because alcohol is quite aggressive and can, in contact with the bacteria, it can kill them. So um, eat, drinking a lot of uh, alcohol is not, not a good idea, especially as it's inflames the walls of the intestines. Mm -hmm. the, the third thing you mentioned is the antibiotics. The great two greatest enemies of the intestinal flora is the lack of fibers and antibiotics. Because antibiotics are remedies which, are, uh, which kill the pathogenic germs. Mm -hmm. But that's the aim. But they usually kill more than the pathogenic germ. They kill all the many other kinds of germs uh, which are sensitive to their poison. Mm -hmm. And therefore, someone takes one antibiotic to kill a certain specific microbe, but it will keep, kill many other kinds of microbes which are in the intestinal uh, tube because usually antibiotics are swallowed. Huh? So... They, they arrive, they go into the intestine and they start killing uh, the, the uh, part of the intestinal flora. And the, the killing will be all the greater that the antibiotic has a large spectrum of action uh, in opposition to a narrow spectrum. That uh -huh. is, some antibiotic can kill very uh, many different kinds of microbes, either just one or two. So, of course, if it's large spectral, more of the intestinal flora will be destroyed. And also, if the, uh, the treatment lasts for many days, it can be short, one week, but okay. it can be two weeks or three weeks. Well, the longer uh, it lasts, the longer those antibiotics can kill the intestinal flora and so forth. So, it's sometimes... Uh, it is very necessary to take uh, antibiotics because there's no other solution. Uh, the person is totally invaded by microbes and it's uh -huh. a question of uh, life or death. But uh -huh. many other illnesses are not so, are not dangerous, are not so, the, inf the infection is not so strong and they, the, the, the pathogenic microbe can be killed by using Another mean that's the antibiotic from the pharmacy, I mean natural antibiotics. Many herbal remedies, many plants have uh, are very good antibiotics. And I would suggest that people would start and therapists start with the natural antibiotics. Okay. As you mentioned, I've written a book on it if some people are more interested in that subject. And um, so to, to start with that, and usually it's uh, sufficient. Uh, if it's not, then uh, the person can go to the doctor and take the the other kinds, and okay. maybe those will help. Well, usually they do, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do, and sometimes they cause more issues. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask you a question that um, 
you may or may not have the answer for because it's so new. And that's COVID. And, you know, here in the United States, they're pushing everybody to get the vaccine. How do vaccines in general, because I don't know if you could speak on the COVID one expressly, but how do vaccines in general either help the intestines or hurt the intestines? Or, or does it have an effect? I would think that it would. Um, well, maybe it has, but I don't think it's very strong. The, okay. the, the effect is uh, at another level. It's, uh, it's, it's pushes the body to produce uh, antibodies against okay. uh, the COVID. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the body does it uh, all naturally without vaccine. When the COVID uh, comes into the bloodstream, they are the lymphocytes uh, B who uh, will start to analyze that COVID and uh, to produce uh, enzymes and things, well, antibodies, which can kill the COVID. Well, that's if the immune system is strong enough, which depends on the general health of the person. Mm -hmm. Now, a vaccine is copying this process and artificially giving, uh, giving, well, usually up to now, microbes, a part of the microbe, uh, but such a small piece of it, or it's they kill it, they half kill it or so, so that it's not dangerous, but the uh-huh. body is in contact with it and they produce, uh, the lymphocyte produce then the antibodies. Now, the this uh, new vaccine is uh, produced differently. It, it's not made of... Uh, the, the COVID microbe, but of a part of its uh, DNA, that's the genetic uh, uh, information code. in uh-huh. yeah, code, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, part of it. And um, it's a brand new system. It's the first time it has been used from what I know, and uh, it works uh, pretty well in a way. Uh, not so well in another way, but um, it's it's uh, it has its effect. But the problem in, uh, is that it's so new that we don't have any uh, long-term studies on the long-term effects. Mm-hmm. It's been produced uh, one year ago or so, so we know what happens the year after having taken the vaccine, but not what happens two, three, four, five years afterwards. And the effects can be come much later than the first year. And many people are not too happy with this uh, idea because yeah. with the other vaccines, they are tested for a long time before they are used mm-hmm. and not with this one. So um, that's why some people don't want to be vaccinated. They think it's too risky. Mm-hmm. And they are more uh, open to the idea that they want to work on their immune system, on their uh, internal environment, to make it as healthy as possible, as strong as possible, so that if the COVID comes, they can fight, the body Mm. can fight against the COVID. Okay. Okay. So, um, folks, you know, basically you make up your own mind about what you want to do about that, but Christopher has given you some information and his book on antibiotics is excellent. Um, It's uh, Natural Antibiotics and Antivirals. Um, it's, uh, It's on my bookshelf and I refer to it and it's truly helped a a lot where, you know, I'm not running to the doctor so much with, oh, this is wrong and that's wrong. And I'm have a sense of self-empowerment actually, because I can manage my health instead of, you know, having someone 
give me a pill to take. You know, Christopher, our, our time always goes so fast when we're together. Why don't you give us a pearl of wisdom for the audience today that we could take away with us regarding our health? Yeah, I would like to say the following. Um, we've just seen that we have to eat the food that nature gives us so that the intestinal flora be healthy and strong and we can be healthy with it. And in other, in, during other interviews with you, Monique, we talked about uh, different problems. And the conclusion was, if you want to cure yourself, you've got to eat the food that nature gives you. That is fruits, vegetables, cereals, whole cereals, and so forth. And stop eating all the junk foods, all the white sugar, all those, um, uh, the cheap chocolates. Uh, I don't mean you don't have you mustn't eat chocolate anymore or never <laughs> but, uh, not regularly because all the, all this white uh, sugar in all sorts of different sweets and uh, uh, foods and also the fats bad fats all this industrial uh, production of food is mm -hmm. not healthy and one should stop or eat the less one can um, and we then the body receive what it needs to function correctly. And therefore, we have a strong health and be happy because it's difficult to be happy and serene, peaceful when you always have stomach aches or rheumatism and so forth. Oh, exactly. You know, and folks, you know, Christopher just said it, the quality of your health, if you will, is in your own hands. If you decide to take the time, which you were probably well worth it to, you know, manage your health. And then you can go to a natural path um, to help you when you get stuck. And that way you can get past taking a lot of pills because every time you take a pill, yes, it'll work on whatever supposedly the doctor gave it to you for, but it also has a detrimental effect on your body. Uh, Christopher, as always, thank you so much for being on the show today. I greatly appreciate you and your information. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And to the audience, thank you. You know, I'm honored. I appreciate your time and attention. And folks, please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of restoring your intestinal flora. Uh, but the blessings, light and love to all. Agape. Agape.